Welcome to the latest in the series of podcasts from the Southwest Cyber Resilience Centre. I'm delighted to be joined today by Steve Riders, who is CEO of the Southwest Institute of Technology and indeed chair of the UK Institute of Technology Network. Steve, welcome. Thanks, Mark. It's great to be here. Thanks for joining us. So um, please, I'm really interested to find out more today, as I know many of our listeners will be. Tell us, what, what is an Institute of Technology and what does it do? It's a really good question, Mark, uh, especially as Institute of Technology are very new uh, on, on the landscape. So Institute of Technology can be summed up as the uh, collaboration of FE, HE, uh, so universities, colleges and employers to make sure we get the skills, qualifications that the UK needs, particularly in digital and engineering skills. So the government had this great idea that we would we needed to become like uh, Germany, Canada, who do technical skills really, really well as part of their educational ecosystem. And they looked at what we did differently. And the key difference was treating the vocational, the being able to do skills in the same way as they treat academic skills. Now, the key area that this differs is what's known as level four which is the level just after you would finish, uh, say, A-levels or BTECs at 18, uh, kind of like the first year of a degree course uh, or second year of degree course. That level needs addressing. We have very few people taking on that level of qualification in the UK. And we also know we have a problem getting the skills and people into digital and cyber uh, careers. So the two are married together and Institute of Technology are there to make sure that we bring together the educational and the employment landscape to deliver the skills we need. That makes sense. So what does that look like in practical terms and how, how do you achieve that? So the government putting best part of £300 million behind Institute of Technology means that we've been able to invest in the latest facilities across the, the country. Uh, be it new buildings, but most importantly, with new equipment, state-of-the-art equipment, state-of-the-art licenses, software, hardware, uh, and also the skills of the teaching staff uh, to be able to deliver the up-to-date and current requirements for, for employers. Rather than just dealing with A-levels that have stayed the same for 10, 15 years, we need curriculum and courses that evolve and adapt um, as employers need them. Okay, so so how do you, what are your links with the, the world of employment and which employers do you speak to to find these things out? So one of the key elements to Institute Technology is that they have to be led by what we call anchor employers. Employers that are willing to give up their time to direct the landscape and the direct uh, and uh, what people can do across the board. 
Now, we're really lucky in the southwest. We have some major employers in the form of Babcock um, in, down in Devonport in particular. We have the Met Office. We have TDK. We have Airbus, uh, etc., that are willing to dedicate their time to leading the boards of these institutes of technology and making sure the academic institutions do the right thing for their needs. And what happens on the back of that is that the SMEs, the ones that don't necessarily have the free time uh, to give up and, and promote this, but still need those skills, they can rely on the work that the, these larger organisations are doing to know that we're going in the right direction and then pick up the results of the courses we design and develop. Also, OK, it's, it's not simply about... Um, I suppose, reconfiguring the courses that already exist, there's actually a degree of brand new course design that responds directly to those employer needs in the region then. Absolutely. Uh, and one thing we've been very clear about, and the, the government has backed um, to the tune of at least £10 million, is that we need investment in that course development and design and the delivery of that. The other thing that's been noted is in most of our qualifications are you know, two, three, four years long. That it's not, that's not great for an employer to try and send somebody on a long qualification. What they need is something that could be done in a matter of weeks so they can build up that level of skill in a, in a modular manner. So we've recently started um, what's been called the Adults in Work Skills Pilot. And as part of that, we've had at least seven cyber courses across the UK being designed and developed uh, hand in hand with employers. Um, so we're working with uh, EC Council, uh, know Microsoft further up the country um, and near Milton Keynes is, is backing a lot of courses for, for employers around there. Uh, and also in, in other regions, uh, they're, they're building cyber courses that deliver in their region. It sounds like an enormously exciting programme of work and, and quite unusually a pretty well funded one as well, Steve. So um, final question for me, I suppose. Um, what do you see the next five years or so holding for you? What are the challenges that you face? And is there anything that you need from people who might be listening? How, could, how can they engage and how can they contribute to the discussions? So, so in five years' time, where we'd like to be is having a really rapid, agile development of, of qualifications that everybody understands. So what we'd like to build is frameworks where people can pick up short courses and turn those into something bigger, uh, maybe turn it into you know, equivalent to a degree, for example, if you've done enough courses. So as part of our job, we're going to be building that framework. But what we really need uh, and what would be great for the, for the listeners to the podcast is to hear from them about what they need. We can only develop the right courses for employers if we hear about the needs. And we don't want to be too focused on a couple of individual companies. We want that voice to be as wide as possible. Okay, so practically speaking, how, how do we take that forward? You know, if I'm listening today as a medium-sized business based in deepest, darkest Devon somewhere, how do I get in touch and make sure you understand my needs? So the easiest way to get in touch uh, is through the website. Um, so our website is uh, SWIOT, S-W-I-O-T. .ac.uk uh, and on there there's plenty of contact details and descriptions of, of what we do but we also do have links in nationally uh, to the institutes of technology.org.uk uh, which is run by Gatsby, uh, Gatsby being a foundation that is there to promote technical education in the UK and heavily back institutes of technology as the right vehicle to be able to do this. 
so if you get in touch through either of those mediums um we, we can hit we will get back in touch and uh, love to hear from you that's brilliant well, well steve look thank you for taking the time for speaking with us today and, and thanks also i think on on behalf of the region for the brilliant work that you're doing we'll look forward to seeing how it develops and to speaking with you in the not too distant future i hope you're more than welcome and th- thanks for the invite mark cheers steve